Warning, this episode may have strong content and crude language. Hey, you guys! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! What's podcast versus? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Welcome back to I'm Your Podcast. You are here with Beth and Blue. Yeah. And today we're doing part two because we're at that stage now. We've been recording long enough. We're going to do a one and a two. Surprise, y'all. Woo, woo. So we're doing Stan Lee and his films or film credits. Anything on the big screen is what we're covering today. Hells yeah. All right. So this is all according to IMDb because if you're going to go with anything, you're going to go with IMDb for films and TV because they have all, all, all the info. All the info. One of our most trusted sources for movie trailers and everything else. So, according to IMDb, his first credit is for The Pride of X-Men, which is a TV movie where he was supervising producer and this was released in 1989. So, this is an animation. So, most of his earlier works are animation. Yeah. So, he was also the narrator of this, which goes uncredited. So, it goes for 22 minutes and IMDb rates it 6.7 out of 10 stars. Hmm. First off the bat. There you go. Next one is Captain America, which was made in 1990, and he's the executive producer. So it goes for about an hour and 37 minutes and is rated 3.3 in IMDb, which is pretty crap. So you look at it, you get that old school vibes of the latex blue suit with the silver wings above his ears, which isn't like the best look for Captain America. No, not quite. No. I don't know. Some things work in comics, but they don't work in live action. No, and I feel like it's just you're sticking on fake ears. Well, things have come very far since the 90s. Yes. It was so bad, that Captain America movie, it took two years to release. Mm-hmm. And Red Skull had an Italian accent. What? He's freaking German. Yes. You know, there's this Nazi background and they he has an Italian accent. It just doesn't make sense. Stan Lee did not like that one. mm I suppose because it's early on, you know, you got your foot in the door, you don't really want to whinge too much about it. And, you know, he's a happy person, so I don't think he would have been too negative about the whole process I'm anyway. not sure how, how uh, copyright would have worked back then either. So whether, I mean, you wouldn't put necessarily a stamp of approval on something through through rights. I think that if they liked something, they would make it. Yeah, and you never know how much they've actually shown him of the film either. Well, he also didn't create Captain America. mm you know, he wrote he wrote comics for Captain America, but it wasn't his character, character. as such. Yeah. yeah. After that, there were a few documentaries called The Comic Book Greats that Lee was an executive producer for, and these covered uh, Jim Lee, Todd McFarlane, and how to create a comic book, and these were released between 1991 to 1992. So between 1992 and 2000, there was a whole bunch of our favourite stories, and these were released in animation format. So, again, Stan Lee was executive producer on these, but you had Nick Fury, the TV movie. Yep. Avengers United, they stand. The Silver Surfer, who's probably still one of my favourite villains. Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, X-Man, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, and Generation X, the movie, which is based on the Young Mutants. 
Then we start hitting the hard movies that begin our love for action heroes, such as Blade in 1998 with Mm. Wesley Snipes. Uh, I think we need to do an episode on Blade for sure. Yes, hell yeah. Like Wesley Snipes, I mean, mean the the, the character itself is kick-ass and then when he ended up, you know, being Blade. It was epic. Amazing. And, of course, Ron Pillman is in one of those movies and he's my ultimate favourite actor. I know, and you got Ryan Reynolds in there as well. Absolutely. All right, so then two years later we have our first X-Men. Boom. There we go. We'll do another podcast. Wolverine all the way. Yeah. Aussie, mate. As Aussie as they come. So in 2002 we had Blade 2 and, of course, the first Spider-Man that features Tobey mm, Maguire. Sam Raimi's movie. 2003 brings us Daredevil, which we hope just falls off the face of the earth, or is that just me? Because I <laughs> do not like Ben Affleck. Oh. I don't care how big his dick is. Did you like him as Batman? I'm guessing no. No. <laughs> the only thing I liked him in was Gone Girl. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And apparently the accountant's meant to be good, but I'm like, I've got to like really What about psych- Goodwill Hunting though? Yeah, look, I just pretend he's not there. Oh, I guess he's not the main character. No. Yeah, so Gone Girl's probably Matt the only Damon. Oh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Gone Girl's the only one that I like. Um, and maybe the accountant, that still has to be watched and to be determined. <laughs> but yeah, not a fan fave. We have the Hulk with Eric Banner and X-Men 2, as well as Spider-Man, X-Men Evolution TV shows. 2004 to 2005, we have the Punisher, the OG Punisher, mm. and I'm talking with John Travolta as the villain. He makes a badass villain. Yeah, I love him really as a does. villain. He's, He's just awesome a, in Face Off too. Oh, yeah, epic. Yes, yeah, so yeah. iconic. Yeah. He's a great villain, actually. Mm. Although you know, Greece. <laughs> yeah, look, he was pretty gorgeous in that. He was pretty cute in Greece. Uh, too bad he doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> then we've got Spider Man Two, Electra, which. Uh, Mm. Nah, no. Blade Trinity, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, amazing. And Fantastic Four. Yep. 2006 brings us to X-Men Last Stand. 2007 we kicked off with a few movies. So we've got Ghost Rider, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I actually liked that. I do too. And they're yeah. redoing this. I did hear that. Not yeah. with him though. No. No. A little bit disappointed, but you know what? But he's coming back for National Treasure 3. Oh. Thank the Lords, I love we've Nick waited Cage. our whole lives for this. Amazing. I need another treasure hunt in my life. Absolutely. Actually, I actually smashed one and two out the other day. So good. They're amazing. So they, they'll never get old. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a huge fan of those two. And he is great. He, he's a great actor. As he much as a, people give him flack. He's phenomenal. Like, Have name you seen that doco that he's been doing with the swear words? I watched, <laughs> I watched a few of it. It's pretty funny. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Definitely good. All right, so we've got Spider-Man 3, still with Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Which I still think is kind of like the worst out of all the Spider-Man films. That's where they kind of dropped it. They brought Venom in. It just didn't really flow that well. But that's because, you know, there's only one Venom and that's Tom Hardy. Let me pull my pants down. Thank you, Lord. He's amazing. (laughs) Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer as well. So that's the last one for 2007. 2008, boom, here we go. Disney, we have Iron Man kicking it off. Robert Downey Jr., my gosh. The role was made for him, man. It really was. And do you know what? I think this was an eye-opener for anyone that was not really involved in the geek culture of comics. It was like, Mm. whoa, this thing is real. There's comics. This is a thing. Like, no doubt the comic book market would have shot up. 
Iron Man was just a blast. It, it made it made comic book characters rock stars. Yeah, and what I love most about the Marvel universe cinematically after Disney brought it on, or the actors they picked for these characters are very similar. Yeah. So you look at, uh, for instance, let's look at Hulk, right? Yeah. Nervous, smart guy. That that is seriously Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. It suits him to a T. Tom Holland. They did well, yeah. Dopey kid, but absolutely adorable. Who doesn't love him? He's he's absolutely He, he is my favourite Spider-Man for sure. Hmm. So at the time, same time we have that, we have the Incredible Hulk. So they had to rejig that quickly to kind of tie it into the cinematic universe. Would have been better with Mark Ruffalo, but let's not go there. Edward Norton did a pretty bang-up job. Unfortunately, there was contract issues. But I'm not complaining because Mark Ruffalo. It's he, still a pretty good movie on its own, but, yeah, oh, it doesn't no. overly tie in with the uh, the cinematic universe of Marvel. No. And to be fair, like, I don't hate The Incredible Hulk or The Hulk. I love them both. Yeah, for sure. They're both good. Yeah. So during that year, we also have some great TV shows such as The Spectac- Spectacular Spider-Man, Wolverine and the X-Men, Time Jumper, Black Panther. Um, so while there are other major works were going on, we never he never forgot about those small animations and he continued to keep doing those small mm. animations on the side. 2009 only brought us one, which was X-Men Wolverine. Not one of my favourites, but it, like... Mm, it has its moments. It's quite a nice backstory, I think, like to be able to. Just the CGI really lets it down. It didn't age well. It wasn't like Star Wars aged well. It was just like, mm. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, though. Hmm. I know. Swoon. He's a. Swing. Swing. 2010 brought us Iron Man 2. Again, phenomenal. Yeah. John Fabio did such an epic job on that. No hands about that. So we have Iron Man TV series that came out that year as well. So it's 12 episodes long. Didn't have our homeboy RDJ in it. Probs won't watch it, but we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) I've got so much to watch. Maybe I'll get to it. It's just never ending. There is, there is. Just when you catch up, they yeah, add there's more. Things. I know. And then there's bits that you've missed from the past. I like, know. And then you know, you're just... throwing things in here and I'm like, I don't remember that. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's and just we still insane. have to adult. Like, it sucks. I know. God, I hate adulting. Oh, it ruins my TV experience. <laughs> 2011, we have Wolverine the TV series, which also didn't have Hugh Jackman voicing mm. it either. So, again, mm, was that an animation? Yeah, down the bottom of the list. Yeah. So from here on out, there's going to be a whole bunch of animations throughout the remainder of the list, but I'm not going to list them all. I'm actually, from here on out, I'm just going to focus on the main hard-hitting stuff that a lot of people are going to know. Sure. Because if we were to include every single thing, like we do not have enough time to cover this. No. Because we're also going to do his uh, guest spots too. Absolutely. Little cameos. Got to love a little cameo of Stan For Lee. For sure. All right. So continuing on with 2011, we get Thor. Chris, Ozzy, boom, in your face. Hemsworth, yes, please. Any Hemsworth, come my way, boys. Do you know I've actually met them? What? The Hemsworth brothers. What do you mean? I've actually met them. What? Tell me about this. So I was working in a restaurant at the time and I don't know which one of them was on Home and Away and I fucking hate Home and Away. Uh, but anyway, all the girls were like, sacrilege. No, I'm just kidding. I don't like it. (laughs) So anyway, the girls were like swooning and I was like, oh, whatever. I'll deliver their food. So I went and delivered the table and they're like, oh, you know, thanks. Thanks food. And yeah, just general chit chat. I'm like, I have no idea who they are. And then like when Thor came out, I was like, oh shit, I know them. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then we've got X-Men First Class, which, again, great film. Great yep. casting on that too. Absolutely. We have our homeboy, Captain Americana. Mm-mm. Or just Captain America, but let's, you know, Americana <laughs> for the point of the story. <laughs> We've got Ghost Rider 2, which came out as well that year. Yeah, I can't even remember that one. A Spirit of Vengeance. It mm. wasn't that amazing. I feel like the animations dropped. Like the CGI just wasn't as great as the first one. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. So then five years after, the like, the last Spider-Man in 2012, we have The Amazing Spider-Man. It was amazing. Oh, it's pretty amazing. Still not my fave, but, you know, I'm a sucker for Tom Holland. It's just like I just want to wrap him up in a little burrito and protect him. He's just such a little Swinnabon. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You crack me up. Then we have The Avengers. Oh, and that was just the start of it all. Really was. And Mm. that was a box office smash. Yeah. Like hands down. Insane. Which will cover all the box office when we go through the films and everything like yeah, that. But just for sure. If that didn't make Disney puff up its chest and ass slap some people, I don't know what will. That was great. Absolutely epic. Like anytime I think Avengers, I literally just see that scene where they're in the middle of the city and yeah, they are going like, around, around, around. It's an iconic. See, you knew exactly what yes. I was talking about. It's it's completely iconic. And and when they used that same thing in, uh, obviously it was different because it was a what if episode, but that animation, they used an animation of going around those characters in that same sort of the- scene yeah, it's just Avengers full stop, you know, just amazing. Knocks your fucking socks off. That's Go what it Disney. Does. Go Disney. Now we're up to 2013. Here we go, Iron Man 3. Mm. It was okay. I liked it. Was that that was the one with all of the like the the suits all yeah, like flying in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That that I actually really liked that one. It just I reckon it would have been better if John Favio was uh on it. Sure. But that's my tidbit. I didn't hate it. I just think it could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Just a little bit better. All right, then we're going to the Wolverine and Thor Dark World. Mm. They, were, they were good. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not great, but good. It was a good year. 2013 yeah. was a good year. 2014, though, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Hello. Oh, yes. Bucky Barnes, my homeboy. Oh, I'm going to need a minute. Then we've got the Amazing Spider-Man 2. yeah so we've got the amazing spider-man 2 x-men days of future pass and boom guardians of the galaxy oh my gosh that was just a whole nother level for me that comedy that came in with that is just but it came in because of chris pratt right so they let him be himself in that which is what i love about how they've done this casting yeah like the whole bit, for instance, in Thor, smashes and he's like, get me another. Improvise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So good. They let their characters become them and as actors they portrayed it the best they can and, and it fits. All right, 2015, we have Avengers, Age of Ultron. James Spader, man, what, a, what an amazing voice. Mm. We have Ant-Man, obviously with uh, Paul Rudd, who never ages. He does not. <laughs> Seriously. What the hell? Him and Keanu Reeves, man. Fully. Like, clueless. He, You look back, okay, he's got a little bit of a baby face, but there's no real difference. He just doesn't. He, you look at photos, he just hasn't changed. No. Great actor too. Oh, no, brilliant. And a really nice dude is what we love. 
Then we've got Fantastic Four. We've got Agent Carter 2015 to 2016. I wanted that to take off more. I love mm, Peggy Carter. She's yeah. such an iconic character. We, and just, we do love that badass babe. We do. We do love that badass babe. And I was disappointed that it didn't go off more, but it was good to see her more in the cinematic universe later on. 2016 coming through with Deadpool. Oh, right. Yes. Amazing. I can't believe that came out in 2016, man. But that, yeah, that feels like yesterday. There are so many tidbits that I feel like that episode that we talk about Deadpool is going to go for three hours. Probably. Probably <laughs> will. We've got Captain America Civil War. Oh, the conflict. Mm. X-Men Apocalypse. And Doctor Strange gets introduced. He's definitely one of my favourite characters. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is just, it's, I don't know what it is about this character. And, you know, of course, Benedict Cumberbatch, like, just nailed it. Yeah, with his penguins. (laughs) (laughs) 2017 comes in with Logan. Then we've got Spider-Man Homecoming with our boy Tom Holland. So this comes three years after the last one. And Thor Ragnarok. Oh, epic. I actually, that oh. that is one of the best movies, I reckon. I, I would debate that. Um, it, you haven't seen the new Spider-Man though, have so you? Cu- no, I haven't seen it yet. All right, let the record show that she says Thor Ragnarok is her favourite. I favorite. didn't say it's my favourite. I said it's one of my favourites. Still Thank one you of her favourites. Yes. Until Spider-Man okay. literally knocks her socks <laughs> off and shows her a fucking good time. All right, bring on No Way Home. I have to see it. Yeah. All right, so then we've got 2018. We've got Black Panther, Avengers, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Venom, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You don't realise how many there are until you just roll them off, hey. No. It's amazing. And Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse wasn't one of those movies that I was going to watch. No. Until the love of my life was like, you need to watch it, made me watch it, and I could kiss his feet. It was absolutely fantastic. You gave me the recommendation. Yeah, to sometimes watch you it, need that recommendation. Just, absolutely. It was really freaking good. Oh, and number two is coming out, I think, later this year as well. Uh, I amazing. can't wait. Yeah. So then we're going to finish off in 2019 because these were kind of filmed a little bit earlier. So it had a little bit of his input until he passed. Sure. So that would be Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, mm. X Men Dark Phoenix, which. Mm, eh, I don't rate that one. No, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, yeah. So this isn't obviously all the Disney list. We're not uh, Disney Marvel. We're not going over the Disney Marvel. These are just bits that Stan Lee had an input on before his passing. Yeah, for sure. So Stan Lee portrayed himself as an informant for the Watchers, keeping watch and detailing the events that take place on Earth within the Marvel Cinematic Universe media franchise. Lee appeared in each instalment of the franchise from Iron Man 2008 to Avengers Endgame 2019 prior to his death on November 12, 2018. So in 2008 we have Iron Man. So he appears as himself uh, at a gala with uh, three blondes where Tony, Mist- Tony Stark mistakes him for Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner. Yeah, so true. I've, I've had people say to me that they're like, oh, I get those guys confused. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. But they did a, that was like such a subtle cameo. Like, great. Everyone's just going to think, oh, old guy, three blondes. Yeah, must be Hugh Hefner. And then he turns around. It's like, ah, oh, it's Stan Lee. <laughs> 2008, we have The Incredible Hulk. So Lee appears as a helpless citizen who accidentally uh, ingests the soft drink mixed with Bruce Banner's blood, which uh-huh. gives him a little bit more cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, Ironman Tour in 2010 during the Stark Expo, Lee wearing suspenders and a red shirt uh, and black and purple tie, uh, is mistakenly greeted by Tony Stark as Larry King as he's going from the expo and Happy's like escorting him through. I don't remember that one. It's just such a brief one where it's like Larry King and then keeps going. In 2011, we have Thor. Uh, So this is the bit where uh, the hammer, Moynia, what's it? Moynia. 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 The hammer. (laughs) We'll just say Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. (laughs) So he goes to pull it from the ground and. That's right. He uses his truck, doesn't he? Yeah, he he tears the bed off his pickup truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So great. And then sticks his head out the window like, did it work? (laughs) (laughs) That was, that's one of my favorites I have to say. It's good, right? (laughs) Um, So his character is credited as Stan the Man. (laughs) So that nickname he had uh, adopted in the Silver Age of comic books. In Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011, Stan Lee plays a general in World War II who mistakes another man for Steve Rogers, commenting, I thought he'd be taller. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Uh, 2012, we have the Avengers. Uh, So Stan Lee is a character that's getting interviewed about the Avengers saving Manhattan. Uh, So Lee's character responds, superheroes in York, give me a break. Hmm. and returns to his game of chess. In Iron Man 3 2013, Lee portrays a beauty pageant judge who appears on a television monitor and happily gives one of the contestants a 10. It's a small cameo, (laughs) but it's a cute one. Thor, The Dark World 2013, Lee appears as a mental ward patient who loans his shoe (laughs) to Eric for a demonstration about about his delusions. When uh, Eric finishes and asks if anyone has any questions, Lee goes, yeah, can I have my shoe back? (laughs) (laughs) In Captain America, the Winter Soldier, 2014, Lee plays a security card who discovers Captain America stole his own World War II uniform (laughs) and he's uh, gone, yeah, Uh, man, I'm so fired. (laughs) It's so cute because he was in World War II as well, Mm. for reals. So in Guardians of the Galaxy 2014, Lee appears as an elderly gentleman having a conversation with a significantly younger woman. So Rocket is viewing this on a scanning device. Hmm. In Avengers Age of Ultron in 2015, he appears as a World War II veteran who attends the Avengers Victory Party. You know when they're all drinking the elixir at the start of the film? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he doesn't he like fall fall out drunk kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, but he's just strong for him. Yeah, he's getting um, carried away drunk. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In Ant Man 2015, Lee appears as a bartender and uh, tells his story to Scott Lang. Cute. In Captain America Civil War 2016, Lee appears as a FedEx postman delivering a package from Steve Rogers to Tony Stark at the end of the film. Mispronouncing Stark's name as Tony Stank. Yes, so good. <laughs> I love those. And the fact that he goes along with these yeah. little, um, you know, these funny, you know, these funny bits is so great. But that's him. That's who he is. That's yeah, his character. he's this little comedian. In 2016, we've got Doctor Strange. So Lee appears riding a bus reading The Doors of Perception while laughing at what he's reading, which is great. So this is while there is the battle between Doctor Strange 
and Caecilius. I think I sang it right. Not too sure. We've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Lee appears as an astronaut telling a story to the Watchers. Yes. Which is quite... That's a great one. I remember, yeah, that, I remember that one clearly. Yeah, and we've got quite a little nod to What If coming up. Yes, I like sure. that. Spider-Man Homecoming 2017, Lee appears as an annoyed neighbour named Gary who after witnessing Spider-Man mistakenly um, accosting a civilian says to him, don't make me come down there, you punk. Yes. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, Lee appears as a servant to the Grandmaster and he cuts <laughs> Thor's hair. <laughs> That's right. He's got all those massive like scissors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and he's, he's like, actually, my hands <laughs> aren't as steady as they used to be. <laughs> <laughs> so great. 2018, we've got Black Panther. Great movie. So he's a patron of a casino in the casino in South Korea. In Avengers Affinity War, Lee appears as the driver of Peter Parker's school bus. That's cute. I like that one. There's a lot of really cute cameos. Yeah. And, like, he does have some good one-liners. Like, in that one, for instance, he's got, what's the matter with you, kids? You've never seen a spaceship before. <laughs> in 2018, we've also got the Ant-Man and the Wasp. So Lee appears as a pedestrian whose car is shrunken by the wasp. And his comment is, well, the 60s were fun, but now I'm paying for it. <laughs> yes. Which is funny because, like, the 60s was his year. Yeah, that was his decade for sure. Maybe he was tripping out in the 60s yeah, and that's maybe. why he came up with so many great characters. Possibly. You never know. <gasps> so, yeah, Captain Marvel 2019, he appears as himself on the subway train uh, reading the screenplay Mallrats. Which he appeared in. Yeah, he He was did. in Mallrats, yeah, yeah, with Kevin Smith's Mallrats in 1995. Such a rad comedy movie. Damn. And then in Avengers Endgame, uh, he's a car driver in the 1970s driving past the army base shouting, hey, man, make love, not war. All right, so he also appears in, like, The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. That was a good TV show. And Agent Carter. We've got some... Cameos in Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, The Punisher. Mm. So he does like go through all these little TV series as well. Even yeah, even in his old age, he was he's been true to yeah, yeah. He had fun with it. He did, and I I mean like he wasn't in One Division obviously because that was done later, but they did a license plate. Uh, to Wanda, which was the license plate number was 122822, representing Stan Lee's birthday, which is December 28th, 1922. That's very cool. So I think little... Nice nod. Yeah, yeah. nice little nods like that. I think we're going to get a few more of them with any new Marvel movie coming out. Yeah. But then the X-Men. Because, I mean, we wouldn't forget about that. No, for sure. X-Men 2000, Lee appears as a hot dog stand vendor. Cute. Which I don't remember. I'm going to have to I do. do. That, that was, uh, so that had the senator coming out of the water as he, you know how he turned into a blob? Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, and he's coming out of the water and they're all staring at him because he's turning back into him. The senator yeah. is turning back into himself after becoming, an, you know, becoming a, a, mutant. a mutant. Yes. And he, yeah, Stan yeah, is the hot dog vendor there. Yeah. There you go. Context. All right, X-Men, The Last Stand, 2006. Lee appears as one of Jean Grey's neighbour in the yes. opening scene set 20 years in the past. He's credited as the water hose man. Yes, the water was rising. Yeah. That's cool. Deadpool 2016, Lee appears as himself 
working as at the MC at a strip club. Oh, I love it. With uh, an off-screen announcement of give it up for chastity. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because Lee didn't even have a hand in the creation of Deadpool. No. No, but yeah. he's there. In X-Men Apocalypse 2016, Lee is shown viewing the rising nuclear uh, weapons launch. Uh, so he's actually next to his wife, Joan. I love that. That's beautiful. So he always uh, referred back to this being one of his favourite cameos because oh, it had her in there. He got to share it with Joan. Yeah, got to share it with the love of his life. Uh, he also has a small appearance in No Good Deed 2017, a short film aired before Logan in North America, in which Lee portrays himself and says to Deadpool after getting his suit on in a telephone booth going, wow, nice suit, to which Deadpool replies, zip it, Stanley. <laughs> 2018 for Deadpool 2, uh, Lee appears as a graffiti artist as Domino is flying through the city. Cool, cool. So in the PG cut of the film, which obviously was done later so younger kids could view it, the writing or the graffiti, um, RIP, was added um, after Stanley's death. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's really nice. It is really nice. little homage. So then we've got the Spider-Man universe going a bit deeper into that. So we've got the 2002, we're talking OGs, um, during Spider-Man's first battle with the Green Goblin. Uh, pulling a little girl away from the uh, falling debris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee plays a street vendor who tries to sell Peter Parker a pair of sunglasses. That's cute. Spider-Man 2. Uh, Lee repeats his Spider-Man stunt with another in- <laughs> innocent person. Um, so during Spider-Man's battle with Dr. Octopus in a blooper scene that appears as an extra on the film's DVD release, Lee has another cameo saying, look, Spider-Man stole the kid's sneakers. Uh, Spider-Man 3, Lee appears in a credited role this time as the man in Times Square. He stands next to Peter Parker, both of them reading a news ticket about Spider-Man and commenting to Peter Parker, you know, I guess one person can make a difference. There's a lot of really sweet nods. I like that. There really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we go into the Fantastic Four because there was a few of those. We've got the 2005, Lee appears for the first time as a character that he created for the comics, Willie Lumpkin. So he was the male carrier who mm. greets Fantastic Four as they enter the Baxter building. Yeah. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer from 2007. Lee appears as himself at Reed Richard and Susan Storm's wedding. With uh, Jack Kirby. With Jack Kirby. Mm. Um, so they were both turned away. And did you know that was actually in the comic book? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy, There, they right? recreated. I love it. Yeah. So they inserted themselves in the comic book and then it was Ins- in the movie. I love that. It's very, very cute. All right, so we've got the Amazing Spider-Man series. Uh, 2012, Lee is a librarian at Middletown Science High School uh, and is comically oblivious to the fight between Spider-Man and the lizard happening behind him. <laughs> Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 from 2014. Lee is a guest at Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy's graduation, recognising Parker. So then we've got the Sony Spider-Man universe. So in Venom 2018, Lee makes a cameo appearance as a man walking his dog. So he overhears uh, the symbiote and uh, Eric discussing and encouraging <laughs> the two to keep Brock's relationship with Anne alive and thriving. Hmm. So Stanley makes a 
a cameo in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, 2021, on a magazine that Venom straightens up. So this also appears in the trailer as a little nod because obviously he passed away before that creation. Yeah, wow. Well, he has had a plethora of cameos, hasn't he? He has, and it's just so amazing to see. Like these worlds that he's created, Yeah, that he's just so eager to be a part of them. And even if he didn't create them, like he didn't create Deadpool, but he was still so excited to be a part of that world. And it became like a little thing. It's like Disney and the Hidden Mickeys, right? Mm. You watch Disney animations, you look for Hidden Mickeys. Every single Disney film, animation-wise, has a Hidden Mickey. And even some of them that aren't animations have that Hidden Mickey. Yeah. It's just a part of how they do it. It's kind of putting yeah, their soul into their That's work. Right. Absolutely. Well, st- you know, Stan Lee, this was, even though he, he he may not have created all of these characters, but he oversaw a lot of the, the creations of these, you know. Mm. He's had some sort of part, like even Captain America, uh, he was still involved in that when he was 17. You know, he wrote for the first time for the Captain America comics, even though mm. he didn't create it. It's still this, you know, it was his world. Like this was his his place. This was his love. It was his baby. Absolutely. It's so cool. What a legend. My favourite cameo, though, mm. was actually <laughs> as an animation yeah. In Big Hero 6. Oh, really? As Fred's dad. Oh, so yes. cool. Yeah. Right at the end, you see this comic version of Stan Lee. No, I love it. I really hope, and I think they will, Marvel definitely will, they'll give some nod throughout the creation of their continuous universes. I think so. I think it always will be. Like WandaVision, right, with the number plate reflecting Stanley's yeah. birthday. I think there will be little nods like that throughout any continuation of cinematic film. Absolutely. Well, you know, it is Marvel wouldn't be Marvel without Stanley. Stan That's mm. it. Yep. And, you know, he has had other little cameos to live action ones, like The Princess Diaries, where he's flirting with Julie Andrews as, as her grandmother. That's so cute. And, of course, Big Bang Theory as himself. Yes. Yeah. Where Sheldon, you know, gets a, he has a restraining order against him with (laughs) these people because he's just, you know, harassing them. It's quite funny. What a legend. Legend all over. We have to come back and do his comics, obviously. There's way too much to put into a single episode to cover his life, his cameos, his movies and his comics. There's just too much. He really was Stan the Man. He really was. Smiling Stan Lee. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, living up to every nickname that he was given. Those kookaburras are just laughing. They hell. Lo- I know. Every time <laughs> we mention smiling Stan Lee, they're like joining in. <laughs> We're going to love you and leave you. Thank you again for listening. And as always, any recommendations, theories, ideas, throw them our way. We love it. Yes. We do love hearing from you guys. And Follow us on Insta. Your DMs are actually really brilliant. We cannot get enough of them. Stay weird. Stay creepy. Peace out. Bye.